David. Hey. Hey, good morning, good morning. How's it going? I stole your thing. Uh, I know, I'm funny. Nah, How I you doing? Do. Exactly. I'm okay. How you I'm doing? Okay. I'm okay. How are all you? Right. I'm all right. Uh, but I can give you this thing. Welcome back to the podcast that we have entitled David. What's that smell you thinking again? See, look at that. I let you keep some of your things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How's the weather? Um, <clears throat> it's uh, it's a bit nippy up here, you know. It's Ooh, nice term. Guys, nippy. You know, we're getting the winter kind of. Uh, yeah, Wisconsin. How's Illinois looking? Yeah, it's looking pretty depressing out too. Like it's not raining or anything, but like the sky is like one of those depressing shades of gray. Like, um. There's like all these leafless trees. I don't know. It's it looks pretty depressing out. There's no snow, so it's not like oh we get the benefit of everything being snowy. Like no, it's just cold. Yeah. Ah well. So is life in 2020. You don't even get the good cold, the good snow to make things better. You know. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay, David. Today we want to discuss. Actually, not to David, but to the general audience. We want to discuss some stuff that's coming out because 2020 if it's done anything it's made sure that 2021 and 2022 are going to be great years like they push back all the cool stuff that's supposed to come out well, this for year movies, for, for movies of course and video games video games also got yeah. pushed back a bunch um but it, made, it like ensured that like all the cool stuff comes out next year and the year after that so i thought it'd be interesting to discuss what things we're looking forward to not just movies, but video games and TV shows and anything that's coming out soon that, you know, excites us because it, A, it helps us to get, helps you to get to know us and our preferences. B, it helps us talk about some stuff we haven't talked about in a while. And C, because it sounds kind of fun. Uh, David, what do you think? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, <laughs> with the pandemic and everything, um, so many movies, video games, I've been pushed back. Um, TV like shows, year. not so much. TV shows, TV kind shows of not so much. They, 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 can, they can drop those anytime on streaming services, but movies and video games look a bit differently. Um, though, because... though, I mean, some TV shows, you know, are, are like, you know, still coming out. It's not like those well, got, like... Well, I mean, well, yeah, some TV shows are coming out um, that have already been recorded and stuff, but there are some TV shows that haven't even been recorded yet. Um... <clears throat> Like I heard, I heard a rumor that Netflix is actually working on a live-action One Piece show. I don't know how that's gonna work, but they were gonna start filming this year, but it got pushed back uh, to next year. Didn't uh, didn't we learn from like the live-action Death Note that making live-action anime is just not a good idea? It, it's it's gonna be so bad. It's gonna be <laughs> so bad. I wonder if they're working. Maybe if they've got like nine hundred episodes in the works. They're gonna, like, it's, it's just going to be the same show, but live action. Like every scene can be the exact same shot for shot, but it's going to be live action because, you know, that's what people needed. Some guy over there was just like, I want to get into one piece, but the animation's throwing me off. And some guy's like, well, I have the show for you. <laughs> oh man. That would that'd be funny. Um, but, but I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> All right. So, um, I say we, Hop into um, we hop into the first couple stuff we want to talk about, Let's... and uh, you brought up One Piece animated One Piece live action. So I'll very briefly discuss something else that's coming out. Um, if you, I don't know if you caught on, but I'm a pretty big fan of Wes Anderson. Pretty cool director. 
he's got this really distinct style. He loves having these really organized shots. They're very like geometrically like pleasing. Everything's always in the center of the frame. He doesn't do a lot of camera movement. A lot of it, if it moves, it moves very like very directly. You know, it has like very like directional pivot kind of things. It's very very complicated, but it's done very like it, it gives his movies this very comedic sense of speed, and I really like it. And I just finished the last Wes Anderson movie that like I hadn't I get to see. So now I've seen all of his movies, and I'm sad. But he's got a movie coming out that was supposed to come out in October. But, you know, COVID pushed it back. And at the moment, it doesn't have a release date. And the movie's called The French Dispatch. And it's like three short films, essentially, that take place involving this newspaper company. And it has, like, all of Wes Anderson's regulars. Like, I'm talking, it's got Bill Murray. It's got Adam Brody. It's got um, Francis McDormand. It's got Owen Wilson. It's got literally, like, everybody that he's been working on getting in his movies. Like everybody um jason schwartzman another one like if you needed to figure out what actors like were wes anderson's favorites because he like constantly uses the same actors this is like the ultimate collection of all of them and he's got some new guys too like he's of course he's working with new people he's got uh what's his name benicio del toro coming in so that's pretty cool see how he melds into the style it's gonna be really interesting like I love Wes Anderson, and I think this is, like, the culmination of, like, Wes Anderson's style and directing and stuff. I think it'll be really cool. That yeah. Com- that comes out at some point in the future. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. thanks, thanks, thanks. And one day, David will watch something from Wes Anderson, and then he'll listen back and be like, I agree. Yeah, I, I actually have never seen a Wes Anderson film. Yeah, we'll uh, get, we'll get on that. Grand Budapest yeah. or Fantastic Mr. Fox. Maybe Moonrise yeah. Kingdom. You should definitely watch Moonrise Kingdom. That's totally up your alley. Or where can I watch it? Peacock again? Uh, Peacock, yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, please do. That's one there, of my favorites. There you go again with advertising for Peacock. Uh, Peacock or, is a streaming not... service distributed oh by NBC. Ah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's all good. Um, but yeah, Moonrise Kingdom's still on there as far as I know. Um, check, it's my, one of my favorite movies of all time, so definitely check it out. It's not a suggestion. That's just me saying it. Awesome, awesome. Um, so, you know, kind of, kind of mentioned that I brought up the the One Piece TV show, but that wasn't really uh, something that I really talked about in depth. It's kind of something that I I touched on. Oh, yeah, um, sorry. To give an example for something that got pushed back uh, for TV show wise, mm-hmm. um, but for a movie that got pushed back that I do want to mention mm-hmm. is Space Jam: A New Legacy. Oh, I do want to talk about LeBron James Space Jam. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I'm sure I'm sure a lot of you out there know know about the original Space Jam movie. You know, it's it's the crossover between Looney Tunes and uh, Michael Jordan. You know, (laughs) those two intellectual properties. Yeah, (laughs) the Looney Tunes and uh, comedy star and cartoon character Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure you guys have heard of the movie. I mean, it was a big hit back in the 90s, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised we didn't really talk about that in the 90s episode. But Well, you see, it's because the movie's not very good. Yeah, I mean... It doesn't matter if it's not very good. What yeah. matters is that it's fun. It's very, very fun. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those movies that you just, like, watch for, like, just to enjoy it, you know. You don't really think about it much afterwards. You kind of just, like, watch it for that one time 
deal, you know. You, you go watch a movie with your boys or something, and you can just like <laughs> laugh about it after it's over. Like, oh, that was a funny, that was a funny movie. I, yeah. I enjoyed that, you know. Not really I, like a, a I think of it about a movie, you know. Yeah, I think of it like a mid-tier Looney Tunes cartoon with basketball in it. And I mean, yeah. like, if if you are a big Looney Tunes fan, it's mid-tier. So like, it's not bad. It's just not like the greatest Looney Tunes, you know. Yeah. So it's there for like it's not a disturbingly bad watch. Yeah. And here's the thing with this new Space Jam a new legacy is that the original Space Jam is a classic. You know, it's, it's a classic basketball film. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to make they're trying to do it again, but now with LeBron James and Don Cheadle. And, and Don Cheadle, really? Yeah, Don Cheadle's kind of in the cast, but I mean, he's not a basketball player. I don't really know who he's gonna play. That's Is he gonna play like his agent, weird. like uh, like what's his name did in uh, in the first one? I forget his name. I don't know. There's an agent for Michael Jordan. Maybe he'll be the agent for LeBron James. Maybe, maybe. Um, but I I don't I don't know how I feel about this, you know, because so many people, so so many kids in the '90s. Kind of, kind of grew up watching this movie, you know. Actually, Cause like, maybe more even the early two thousands, because like you know, it came out like the late late nineties. So yeah. like, it would be more like our generation of kids who were hitting it or watching it, you know. I suppose. I suppose. I suppose. I mean, um, you, yeah, you get the idea. So I wasn't yeah, trying. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. trying to critique you. I was just noting. Sorry. That's okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, like back back in the day, uh, Michael Jordan. It was a big deal, you know. Everyone, everyone knew Michael Jordan. Everyone loved Michael Jordan. He was, he was regarded as like the best basketball player of all time, you know. And and now LeBron James is stepping up and being like, "Hey, I want to make a Space Jam movie. I think of myself as being the best of all time." And frankly, a lot of people don't think he is. You know, people do not think LeBron James is is anywhere close to Michael Jordan. Um, and I think I think that's 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 why I have mixed feelings about this movie. You know, it's it's like, why why do we need another Space Jam? Why do you want to copy what what was uh, what already worked? You know, it's like why do you need to take it one step further and make this unnecessary sequel kind of to this movie? I mean, it's I guess it's more of a reboot um, for like a new generation because I guess not enough kids. Um, nowadays really know who Michael Jordan is and they know who LeBron James is. So I guess it's like Space Jam for the new generation, mm-hmm. but I still think it's unnecessary. This movie is kind of unnecessary and it's, it's ruining a classic movie. Uh, it's bringing it back for no reason. It's a bit sad. I mean, I, yeah, I get that. I mean, I don't really have a strong opinion either way on Space Jam. It's, it's called A New Legacy, I think. Um, Space Jam 2, A New Legacy. Um, I don't really have much strong opinion because on the one hand, like, I get what you're saying because, like, it, it's really pointless and it's not like it's going to add on to the original. It's not like the original's this, like, nuanced story that's going to, like... It doesn't need a sequel. Yeah, right, it doesn't expand, it doesn't, like, lend itself to sequels. But on the other hand, like, Looney Tunes aren't really as popular as they were. Yeah. And, and like, I think the idea of Looney Tunes is still really good and there's always things you can do with them. So I think if you got people who are passionate enough about Looney Tunes, I think you could make a really funny movie with Looney Tunes in it that just so happened to have LeBron James as well. But I don't know. I mean, the thing with Michael Jordan is like Michael Jordan had so much personality, even off the court, 
I mean, not like it wasn't like, you know, actor worthy, but he had enough personality that like you wanted to see him and continually like, you know, have him interact with the characters. But like, I don't really know if LeBron James is going to have that. Like, I don't know if he's going to have enough charisma to interact with cartoon characters, you know? Like, I don't want it to seem like he's just there, you know, and like he's just dealing with the antics with this like nonchalant kind of feel to it. Like, I don't know it's really going to come down to how it's directed and how it's made. We'll have to see. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and that'll come out next year at some point. I don't remember when. Uh, but yeah, I think it could be okay. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Heading off to yet another movie that's been delayed with no uh, release date yet, Edgar Wright, the guy who did the Shaun of the Dead, who did Hot Fuzz, who did uh, The World's End, Baby Driver, Scott Pilgrim, all those he's doing a horror movie and i think that's just a like brilliant idea i don't know why like edgar wright's never done a horror movie and i think that's just a really interesting idea like something about that pairing just tickles my fancy if you will the movie's called last night in soho there's no trailer yet and i know the cast i believe is on as anya taylor joy or from uh from New Mutants and Queen's Gambit that's been getting big right now, and Thomas and Mackenzie from Jojo Rabbit and uh, Leave No Trace. So, like, I like that cast. Those are both great actresses. Um, and I think there's a couple other actors, too. I just don't remember off the top of my head. Um, I don't know much about it. Like, I, I really wish I could go into more detail and tell you, like, why I'm excited for it. But quite frankly, it's just it's Edgar Wright horror. Like, that's just kind of the, the crux of what I want to see, and I'm really excited to see it. It was supposed to come out in September. Now it's not, you know, date to be announced. But honestly, like, just put Edgar Wright in a in a genre that I haven't seen him with, and quite frankly, I'm I'm on board. I like Edgar Wright a lot. But yeah, yes, nah, that's all I've got. <laughs> that's okay. Um, a movie that I want to talk about next. Go for uh, it. I'm I'm kind of excited for uh, to see what they kind of do with it. Is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh yeah, I want to talk about that one too. So yes, yeah, go ahead. Um, so I think that this movie is necessary. I I think I think this movie is needed, and let me tell you why. So with most reboots, I I, I believe that they're just unnecessary and and useless. You know, it's like like I mentioned with the um. The Space Jam New Legacy. It's there's no point of rebooting this story. I mean, just just watch the original. Like, what's the point of rebooting it for a new generation? But with this Ghostbusters Afterlife, I actually think that this movie, in a way, is an apology to the fans for the, I guess, the old new Ghostbusters. Um, the Ghostbusters with the women cast, you know? Um, I think this movie, in a way, is kind of an apology to the Ghostbusters fans. Like, hey, um, here, we're actually going to give you a genuinely good uh, Ghostbusters reboot, you know? Um, are, are they bringing back the original cast in some way? Um, the rumor is yes, but not all of them. Like I think it might just be cameos from the past, from the um, earlier Ghostbusters. Okay, okay, um, but I'm excited to see 
where this movie goes. Um, because I, I, I genuinely think it, it could be good. It, it could be good because I think that Ghostbusters could not only this movie could be an apology, but I can also bring Ghostbusters to the next generation, right? Mm-hmm. By, by using the new technology that we have today, we could make it so much cooler and so much better than it was back when it first came out, you know? And it, it could really bring a new generation of Ghostbusters fans to life because a lot of kids these days haven't really seen the original Ghostbusters or really have a strong connection to it, you know? But with this one, I, I, I think that um, that they could bring in a whole new generation of Ghostbusters fans and it could be really good and funny and like, actually funny and good because it has um, Paul Rudd in it Woo! and Bill Murray. Maybe, so, we'll see. Maybe Bill Murray. Yeah, well, we'll, we don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but but I think I think this could actually be something good. What do you think, Connor? Oh yeah, definitely. Like I think like well, there's so much stuff in it that's already promising. One, it's directed and written by Jason Reitman, the guy who did both, or the guy who directed Juno, the guy who wrote and directed Thank You for Smoking. Like he's one of my favorite guys, even though I've been watching some more of his movies, and he's not necessarily always hitting things. He he actually makes quite a bad, quite a bit of bad movies, but. The thing is, it's written and directed by him, and it's it clearly has a lot of passion behind it because it kind of has this like this like retrospective look on the Ghostbusters. You know, it's looking back on them and like honoring their legacy to a generation that doesn't really know them. You know, it's very much replicating what's what's really going on. Like that uh, Finn Wolfhart from Stranger Things finds the Ghostbusters stuff, and Paul Rudd's like, "Oh my gosh, you don't know them." Which, I mean, granted, that could be kind of stupid. But I think I get what they're going for. Like, they're trying to go for this, like, this idea that the Ghostbusters have fallen into irrelevancy in a world that doesn't have ghosts or doesn't have a lot of ghosts. Which I think that totally works. That's totally a a realistic kind of world for the Ghostbusters. And I think that you got Paul Rudd in it. Paul Rudd's the best. It's got a good cast all around. I think... It kind of lends itself to being like something interesting. I hope it is at least. I think it looks really cool. Yeah, it's very different, you know. Oh, uh, but yeah, that's that's all I've got on that one. Essentially, just looks cool. Uh, another one that yeah. looks really cool is the King's Man that was supposed to come out in February of this year, but then they pushed it back to September before COVID even happened. And then they were like, "Well, now I guess we're not releasing it until another day." I think no, I think it's next February now. But essentially, The King's Man, it's a prequel to The Kingsman. And as cheesy as the title is, it does look kind of cool. It's like during like World War One, I, I believe, like all of the most dangerous people in the world have like this underground society. And Britain tries to figure out a way to, you know, intercept, like go in there and stop it, you know. And like, that's like, it's just kind of, I mean, I love Kingsman. I've I've mentioned it several times. It's one of my favorite movies. It kind of like, it hit me at a time in my life that I like was really looking for a movie that I could call like my own. I thought it was fantastic. Really well done. Still means a lot to me, but I think the King's man kind of takes this, it kind of takes it in like a different direction. It feels more vintage. It feels more like, you know, well, it feels more like a world war one movie. And I think that's totally like, that's totally a valid way to do it. Like, yes, James Bond movies are huge in Britain, but like, there's also a bunch of, a bunch of like more movies about World War One from Britain and stuff like that. Like this is totally a valid approach to go to, and I think it looks really cool. And I think like the action looks great, the cast looks great. I think 
it just it has a lot of things that that you know work toward the, its benefit you know like like it'll be really cool that's what i'm hoping mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. will it be good who knows like honestly the second kingsman movie i mean it was good in my opinion but it wasn't like great so i'm kind of worried it could be bad but i think from the trailers from the cast from all the you know things that are in positive in its direction i really do think this one could be really good that's awesome that's awesome yeah uh so another movie that i am really looking forward to i'm not sure if it got pushed back or not or if it was always supposed to be released next year but i'm super excited for this movie the trailer looked so beautiful like so so beautiful um then this movie is Ryan the Last Dragon. I think, I think it was meant to come out in November, but I think it got pushed back before COVID. Okay, okay. Um, but if you guys haven't seen the trailers for this movie, you need to stop what you're doing right now and go watch them, and then come back to the podcast and finish it. But um, this movie looks really good. It it looks stunningly beautiful. Um, I'm not entirely sure what it's about, um, but I, th- I think it's about this girl who is looking for, like, a dragon, like, a lost, a, a last dragon or something. Yeah, I mean, I would never, <laughs> I have no clue how you'd guess that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's from the name or something. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't probably um, not. <laughs> maybe. Um, but I, I'm, I'm super, super psyched for this movie. Um... I, I think that this movie is actually like genuinely going to be good and have like a genuinely good like female lead character. And you guys, you if you guys have been watching, I'm not watching, listen to the most recent episodes, you guys know how I feel about um, how a lot of, how, 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 how a lot of movies handle their female leads. And it's not very well. Yeah, they're not strong female characters. They're strong characters that are female, and they get yeah. that mixed up a lot. Yeah, and I, I, I'm from the trailer. I'm, I'm seeing that maybe this movie could actually have a strong female character, such as that of Mulan or Wonder Woman. You know, like strong female characters who are actually entertaining to watch. You know, um, and and I, I, th- I think this movie is going to be it's 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 new. It's going to be hip. It's going to be awesome. It seems like the new Mulan. And I, I am excited. I, I can't tell you how excited I am for this movie. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like, Disney's been doing, like, Disney animation, I think, has been doing really good with their female characters. Like, they're not, like, I mean, if you're looking at, like, live action Disney movies, they're not doing so hot. The live action remakes of Disney movies, they're not really getting what makes female characters so interesting. They're just saying, like, hey, look, the character is female, so that must make them interesting, right? But, like, the Disney animation from, like, Moana to even Frozen to an extent, like, they've been doing a really solid job with making interesting female characters. And I think Ryan the Last Dragon looks like more of that. Like, they took kind of this Avatar-esque world to it. Like, there's a lot of magic to it and a lot of, like, clearly it seems very action-heavy, which I always has appreciated. Like, it just seems to be very, like, very world like based on a world and like a story you know it has like its own thing going on which is great because that means that they maybe won't focus on you know her constantly going i'm a woman so i can do this i'm a woman so i can do that you know 
Like, it doesn't seem like that's the forefront. Like, for once, they're finally thinking to themselves, you know what? Let's do a strong female character who is in a story that doesn't, she doesn't need to be a woman, but she is, you know? Like, it's an interesting idea. And I mean, Disney's been doing that great. And I think, honestly, this situation, from a trailer at least, it looks like it could be great. Plus, it's got that weird, like, uh, roly poly dragon thing that's voiced by Aquafina. So, yeah, that's a <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, honestly, it looks really cool. Um, I'm really excited to see what the what like a more a more detailed story trailer, uh, which we probably won't get for a little while. But I think it has a lot going for it, and it probably if if it I don't know if it's a musical or not, but I don't really care because you know Moana was a musical and that one was great, so who cares? I don't think it's going to be a musical. Doesn't really we'll look see. Like it. Yeah, we'll see. You never we'll know. See. But yeah, that's my take on it. I think it looks really good. Uh, I had that one on my list as well, but, you know, I got plenty more. Uh, so I'll move to the next one. We'll stay in the Disney kind of circle right now and talk about Soul, uh, Pixar's Soul next movie. Train, Soul Train, Soul Train. Yes, that. Technically, we're kind of a little early because – or no, we're actually not a little early. We're approaching being too late because it comes out in, in on Christmas. But, like, this is this just kind of seems perfect for Pixar, you know? Pixar has done so much stuff discussing really heavy topics, like giving up your childhood in Toy Story and, uh, you know, expressing your emotions in a, in a healthy way and inside out. Uh, well, they've dealt with really heavy topics before. And I think soul feels like the natural next step. Like, yeah, they were going to get to existentialism at some point. Like, why do we exist? Why do we live? You know, <laughs> I think soul, it looks absolutely brilliant like first of all that animation this was one of the first times that when i was watching the trailer there was a scene that threw me off because i thought it was live action first like straight up one scene that when i first watched it, i went that's live action what was and, it uh it's it's not really a huge scene but like it's the first trailer they're showing a bunch of like just stuff happening in the town and there's a crossing guard who's like navigating traffic and it's cut so you know, meticulously, so it's not really focused on that long. And it straight up caught me off guard. I thought it was live action. And I had to rewind it and look at it closer. I'm like, oh, it's, it's animation. But, <laughs> oh, like, like that, it totally tricked me there. And, like, that's a testament to friggin' Pixar, where they're so good at just making everything look as realistic as possible without ever looking, you know, creepy. You know, Mars Needs Moms. Like, it's hey, so... a great-looking movie. Like, it looks so good. Like, Soul looks like the perfect kind of Disney movie, or Pixar movie. It looks like it's totally up their alley. It looks, you know, beautiful. I think the music's going to be fantastic. The characters look great. I love the ideas. I I think the humor is probably going to be really good, even though we haven't seen a lot of it. I think it's going to be a really solid movie. And judging from what I've heard about it, because there's been some early reviews, it is as good as I think it is. So I'm really excited to see it when it comes out in, on Christmas. I probably won't end up watching it until after because I'll be on vacation for Christmas. But Why don't you watch it like on the way there? No, because it comes out Christmas Day. Oh, okay. So I, I'll already be there. Uh, but yeah, it looks really solid. And I, I'm really excited to see like what, what it does that makes it, you know, what, well, like, you know that Pixar like, seal of creativity that really emphasizes how great it is. I'm really excited to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's awesome, Connor. Uh, like Connor said, we're uh, riding the 
the Disney the Disney train right now. So I'll go to the next one. Disney Pixar's Luca. <laughs> yeah, we don't know much about this one. We've only seen a couple of uh, concept arts in the title. Yeah, yeah. Um, this this one's probably the furthest we're probably going to go into the future because we don't really know much about this movie. Um, so I'll, I'll kind of like lightly touch on it a little bit. Um, uh, from what from what Connor has told me and from the description I'm reading, it looks to be pretty good. I mean, I, I looked at some of the concept art for it and the animation looks a bit different from what we're used to. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll see. Cause the we'll thing see, is, we'll I, I would love to see Pixar experiment with their animation, but I don't know if that's what they're going to do. The concept art might just be kind of, you know, art. There might not be like actual meaning behind it. We'll see. Yeah. 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 But, but honestly, if, if we could get that kind of animation for this movie, that that would be that would be awesome. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but if not, I I still think I still think it it has potential to be a really really cool movie. Um, I heard that if you haven't really heard about anything about this movie, um, I've heard that it's supposed to be like, uh, "Call Me by Your Name." Yeah, like that kind, kind of, of like movie. general free spirit in Italy, that kind of thing. Yeah, free spirit Italy, like what if you... Italians had feelings, you know? Exactly. Kind of <laughs> but I mean, they probably won't touch on the gay stuff of Call Me By Your Name. Yeah, I mean, no. it's, it's, it's Pixar, you know, but baby steps, baby steps. <laughs> baby steps. We got, we got that one cop character from Onward, and you know, that's the baby steps. We'll work on it, Pixar. We're, we're working on it. Slow and steady. Disney's uh... even farther behind, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um yeah i mean this movie seems concept conceptually sounds great sounds great um i'm excited um i i don't think this will be a letdown of a movie uh, i think i think it has a lot of potential for sure i'm excited to see it too i don't know much about it but honestly like pixar kind of just is so good at making original films besides you know good dinosaur and maybe Bugs Life, but even Bugs Life was so early that I can forgive it. But regardless, they're really good at making original movies, and I I seriously think Luca has the potential to be something extremely different, and I'm really excited for it. Um, moving on, uh, I might have to jump off the Disney train, unfortunately, Okay. but I want to talk about a movie that caught my attention that I don't necessarily know if it will be good, but it looks interesting. It's a movie called In the Heights. It's directed by the guy who did Crazy Rich Asians, and it's uh, com- like the music and the dancing was all done by Lin Manuel Miranda. So it's going to be very. It's definitely going to sound good. It's just kind of like this, uh, you know, so this very like the the kind of like the um the ah oh, crap, what's the term? You know, like the the very crammed living spaces of like New York and stuff, like kind of West Side Story ish except it's not so much about, like, two different groups. Kind of like that. I don't want to say the suburbs, because it's not the suburbs, but, like, the... I forget what the term is, and I feel really stupid, because I'm sure it's there's, like, no one listening who's going, like, oh, yeah, this word's super obvious. What are you doing? But essentially just kind of living life in this community. This, I think it's a very Latino community, and they're all very interconnected, and about that chance, kind of like La La Land's uh, idea of, like, car like paving your own path and you know uh pursuing your dreams it's sort of similar to that uh but it's kind of within this latino community 
and in like I, I think somewhere around New York. And honestly, it looks really cool. Oh, I like, didn't care for that. I don't know talking about. Yeah, right. It looks cool. Like I, I really liked Hamilton. I mean, big surprise. Who like who doesn't like Hamilton unless you're really snobby? But like Hamilton was really good, and I think if we like looking at like the music and the dancing from that, I really think that in the Heights can achieve something similar. Like it could definitely get a, a similar feel in terms of like the way it's composed, but it's also a movie. It's not a play. So it's going to be different. And I think I'm really excited to see what, um, what the guy who directed, uh, uh, Fraser Stations can bring to it yep. and like what he's going to like, what he's going to do for it. And I think, like, I think it'll be really good. I, I have faith in it. There's always kind of like one or two musicals every year that come out of the theaters that kind of like become the, the musical movies of the year, you know, like greatest showman was in 2017 and mama Mia two was in 2018 and cats was in 2019. Like there's always that one musical that everybody talks about for a while. And I think this one could totally be that, you know, if, if, you know, Steven Spielberg's West side story doesn't overshadow it. We'll see. Yeah. Um, also, look, also sounds pretty cool. West Side Story, Steven Spielberg. Good combination. Anyway, that's it. Yeah. 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 Next one, Dave. So, movie I want to talk about is another sequel movie. Sequels are always fun. Yeah. And, and, there's, and there's always 20 million of those. 20 bazillion of those. Endless amount of sequels. Can't get enough of those sequels. Right. Um... And I think out of all the sequels that I've talked about so far, I think this one is the most unnecessary and useless and just dumb and pointless. I'm very excited because there's so many options what it could be. Yeah. Could it be Venom, Let There Be Carnage? No, no, no. Minions 2, The Rise of Groove? No, no, no. Could it be Boss Baby Family Business? No, 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 no. Which one is it? Fast and Furious 9. Oh, Fast and Furious 9. Dang. Yeah. I, I could have sworn it would have been one of the terribly named sequels we just listed. No, 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 no. No, no. Every, everyone already knows about those terrible movies, but not everyone might know about Fast and Furious 9. Oh, man. This movie is going to be garbage. Honestly, I think that the movies could have ended after seven and life could have gone on and yeah, but we got eight and now we're getting nine. And Hobbs and Shaw too, baby. And Hobbs and Shaw. Why? I I, I don't understand why they're trying to stretch out this franchise as much as they can. Because cars, explosions, and Vin Diesel will win over stupid people every time. But yeah. it's like it's not even Dwayne the Rock Johnson anymore. Yeah, it's just Vin Diesel, just just him. <laughs> it's just Vin Diesel now at this point. So and then, like, why are you watching it? It's it's not even the Rock anymore. It's just Vin Diesel. So why, why? Tell me why. Anyone? Can you tell me why this movie is going to be in production? Ah, it's aggravating. We already have enough of these. There's a bazillion sequels, and there's a spinoff. It's just ah. Yeah, ah. I get that. I have not seen any movies from the Fast and Furious franchise except for Hobbs and Shaw, so I the can't really spin-off. add off. Yeah, I went to see it with Michael, and Michael's like, "You don't have to see the other movies to watch it." And I'm like, "Okay," 
we watched it and I'm like, man, oh man, I cannot wait to never think about this again. <laughs> like I wasn't mad at it or anything. It's just it's never gonna come back into my imagination. Like it's there's never gonna be an instance where I'm sitting there going, Hobbs and Shaw is the movie for this moment, you know? <laughs> like there's no reason to watch it. Yeah. But yeah, um, I can agree with that. I've seen a lot of I've seen that there are a lot of sequels, and I mean, how many Too do you many. really need? Yeah, I mean, like the only movie that warrants that many sequels is Star Wars. Okay, and you are not. <laughs> and Fast and the Furious is not Star Wars. Just letting you know that. Yeah. Um, all right. Yes, I will hop on to the next one because I mean that's a good segue. Keep it going. Um, so I'm a nerd, in case you didn't know. And I, right. I'm also a huge fan of like foreign animation because like animation is awesome and I love seeing what they can do with it. And anime? No, not anime. Well, anime is cool, but I like seeing animation from other countries that aren't just Japan because Japan, you know, we've seen animation from Japan all the time. There are plenty of great anime movies. I'm not bashing it, but like I love seeing different other like other types of animation. Uh, an example of one that I watched recently, there's a Brazilian animated movie called Boy in the World, which you should definitely check out. It's on Netflix. Uh, it, it's depressing, but it's good. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. I just wanted to point that out because it's an example of one that's good. But there's a company that's been doing a really good job with foreign animation, uh, and it's called Cartoon Saloon. Cartoon Saloon did uh, Secret of Kells. They did Song of the Sea. They did Breadwinner. All fantastic movies that are very, like, culturally specific. And the guy who did Secret of Kells and Song of the Sea is doing another one based off Irish mythology like those two are. And it's called Wolf Walkers. And it looks really good. Like, it's hard to summarize the plot because you kind of need to be, like, oh, like, you kind of need to understand the general idea of, like, the, of that mythology to understand the premise. But they'll, you know, obviously watching it, you'll get it explained to you. But, I mean, I can't summarize it here is what I'm trying to say. But, like, it looks really good because, like, I love that kind of animation that kind of has this, like, kind of has this, like, stained glass window appeal to it. Where, like, it's everything's very flat and the colors are very distinct and it's very geometrically appealing. Like, it's, it looks really good. And, like, I just, I just love everything about it conceptually. And I, I've heard it's fantastic and I really can't wait to see it. It's supposed to come out on Apple TV Plus in a couple of weeks. And I'm really excited. It looks really good. Like, I don't know. If you haven't seen Secret of Kells, The Song of the Sea, check those two out. And if you like those two, definitely check out Wolfwalkers when it comes out. Like, looks really good. That's, that's great. That's great, Connor. That's great. Right. Sorry, guys. Had to nerd out for a minute. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. So go for it, Dave. All right. All right. All right. A movie that I'm going to talk about next is going to be... I'm going to hop back on the, the Disney train. Oh, one, more time, one more time. Hop on the Disney train. This movie is Jungle Cruise. Oh, yeah, Jungle Cruise. Yes. Um, I'm not sure if this one got pushed back or not. Yes, it got pushed back yeah. a lot. Yeah, it was supposed to come out in, I think, June. And it got pushed back to, like, I think... I think it got pushed back a whole year. It got oh, pushed back yeah. to next June. Yeah. That's crazy. Right? Um... But I'm I'm curious to see what this movie is gonna be like. I don't know if it's a trailer or not. There's yeah, there's a trailer. There is okay. Actually, yeah. I think I've seen it, but it's been a while. But um, to have a to have a 
a, a movie based off of a ride, this doesn't happen very often. Uh, it because I don't has it has it ever happened? Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean and Haunted Mansion. Well, well, wasn't it like the movie first and then the ride? Nope, the rides are always came first. Oh, okay then. You're good. Um, so it's gonna be another like movie ride movie, you know? Yeah. Um, and it has like The Rock and uh, Emily Blunt, and I'm I'm curious to hear what it's gonna be like. Um, because I've I I don't I because it's I I don't know it's I think I think it's gonna be cool. I, I think it's gonna be cool, and and fun and and and, and interesting. Um, I'm not too familiar with the the director. Um, uh, me neither. <laughs> yeah, I don't so, I don't know him too well myself. So I really couldn't tell you what the movie's gonna be like. Um, so from to have like an unknown director direct this movie is going to be interesting. Um, I think this movie could either be good. Like, by, by good, I mean, it's going to be entertaining for the time being. Not really going to be a movie that you think about. It's going to be like a, kind of a, kind of like a, a Jumanji type thing, you know? A movie that you watch and like, oh yeah, I enjoyed it. And then you go home and don't really think about it again, you know? Or it could just be complete garbage. Um, but I'm leaning more towards it being... Um, a short enjoyment kind of movie, like oh, that was that was pretty thrilling and exciting to watch. Um, maybe a little stuff to talk about afterwards, like maybe there's like a mystery or something. But um, I think this would be a enjoyment in your face kind of exciting movie. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm kind of worried about it because you know me, I, I'm I'm pretty well versed in the world of Disney, including the rides. The thing with Jungle Cruise, it has a very distinct sense of humor, like very distinct it's very kind of cheesy it's very like it's very self-fulfilled it's very old it feels very old but like it's kind of like that's the charm of it it feels very vintage and very of its time though it's you know it's of its time but it's not the racist of its time you know but like (laughs) it's it's of its time it's very it enjoys the old timey sense of humor and now i'm not saying the movie needs to be exactly that but the, the movie seems like an action movie and that's weird I'm kind of like I like that. It seems a lot like Jumanji, like you mentioned. It like sure it'll have comedy, but it does seem like it's going to be very action packed. And I don't know what to think about that because the the ride isn't an action ride. It's not a thrill ride. Like it's very comedic and it's very like it's it has a very like tongue in cheek kind of uh, feel to it. And I think not going full comedy, it seems weird. And the only, the only, the, here's the thing though. I, I worry that that choice is going to make it seem more generic. But we'll see. Like I, I think it looks solid. I think the humor does look pretty solid all around. And you know, I do like when Rock plays when the Rock plays jerk characters, and he does kind of seem like a jerk, which I always appreciate. <laughs> but I mean, like I'm worried that the action kind of perspective might take away from it. But we'll see. I think like you mentioned all those pluses it does still have like a new director going into something that like is not has it like jungle cruise is not a defined movie franchise so like i think something cool could come of it but we'll have to see i'm worried but we'll see uh a movie very unlike that but at the same time very similar to it is a movie that i think will be the generation definer i think this is one of those movies that once it comes out it'll be like 
here there was there was the time before this movie came out, and then there was the time after it came out. Ooh. Two very distinct times. Ooh. I think this is a movie that we will see in history books in terms what? of how impactful it will be. Like it's going to be a huge deal. And if you don't believe me, just wait because it comes out at the end of this year. We will see. And that movie is Robert Rodriguez's We Can Be Heroes. Good lord, this movie looks like it will be something that we will never forget. I mean, Robert Rodriguez is already a bizarre director. Like, he can do great work, but at the same time, he's also a very hands-on guy. He's the kind of guy who will direct, produce, write, do the cinemat or do the cinematography, do the special effects. He will do it all. And he like he that's what he loves doing. And I mean that's totally that's totally cool. It gives a lot of his movies this very personal feel, like everything feels like the brainchild of him. But that also means they can be really immature, as you've seen with the Spy Kids sequels, Shark Boy and Lava Girl, all that. Like, he does not hide the fact that he just enjoys doing stupid stuff and we can be heroes looks like the culmination of all of that it's spy kids plus shark boy and lava girl in this bizarre high budget like mess it looks insane (laughs) and i i think honestly we are never going to see a movie like this again because there is no way this movie is going to come out and people are just going to let it slide it's going to be the holy grail to what movies have been building up to all these years. Like, it's going to be the king. Like, other movies will kiss the feet of We Can Be Heroes for from now until the end of time. Because We Can Be Heroes is just perfect. I haven't even seen it yet. It's going to be a perfect film. The way the one guy so, says that she has shark strength Ooh. is just the greatest thing that I've ever heard. And it encapsulates just everything that's going to be so good about this film. It's going to be so good. I cannot wait. Like, me either. I'm not being sarcastic. It's going to be the greatest film ever made. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. For sure. And it has Pedro Pascal in it. You know, who else, you know what else Pedro Pascal was in? The Mandalorian. And you know what else was about Mandalorian? The most recent episode was directed by Robert Rodriguez. These connections. Oh. This is Mandalorian is the prequel to We Can Be Heroes. Just saying, guys. Right. That's crazy. Right. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a game changer for sure. Indeed, 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 indeed. All right, Connor. Um, I think I think I'm moving to to my to my last movie. Okay. How many do you have left? Uh, I have one movie, but we can also talk about some games if we need to, because you know. We haven't really talked about that yet. We haven't talked about games. Um, the last movie I'm going to talk about is, sadly, another sequel movie. Well, there are a lot of those. Yeah, too many, too many, too many. Um, in this movie, I, I, I don't want it to come out. <laughs> um, I don't know why it's why they're making another movie of this. I don't know why it couldn't have ended after the third one. Um, but Hotel Transylvania 4. Yeah. yeah. I don't like any of these movies. I'm kind of in the minority, but I hate all three of these movies. Not There is not a single moment I like from any of these movies. They are absolutely just the most obnoxious things. What do you mean you're in the minority? I'm sure a lot of people don't like them. I mean, a lot of people don't like the sequels, but I know a ton of people who really enjoy the first one. 
and I just don't. I not even a little bit. I, mean, <laughs> I, hate I remember. I remember. I remember. I remember. Watch. I remember the first time I watched the first one. It was at your birthday party. Yeah, right. Because I went to see it in theaters, and I had a bunch of friends come watch it with me, and yeah. I liked it at the time. And then I rewatched it and realized it's just the death of everything that is good. <laughs> And then oh, the, se- the sequel is even worse. The second one is absolutely the worst, and then the third one's the best, but it's still garbage. Like, good lord, I hate these movies a lot. And I've seen them all in theaters. Like, I don't know why I end up seeing these movies in theaters. I don't know, and I pray to God I don't have to see the fourth one in theaters. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, um, I it's, it's called Hotel Transylvania under new management. So what? Like, 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 yeah, that's what it's gonna be called. You. So that gives you the impression that uh, Dracula's daughter is gonna be taking over the hotel. Because um, you know, we like her so much. Yeah. Um. Th- this also kind of gives me the impression that maybe this fourth one isn't going to be the last. That they might make a fifth or sixth. Um, <sighs> I mean, the pro- <laughs> they probably will because kids will watch anything and like it doesn't matter if it's good it doesn't matter if it's intellectually stimulating it just needs to be hyperactive and stupid and kids will be like yes this is a thing i've been craving for my entire existence you know yeah i mean honestly but by this point i bet the i bet their kid is like 25 by now like I oh for it. sure like it's, it's it's been that long um uh, uh, I, uh, enough about this movie yeah I mean it's just another it's another example of just another animated movie being pulled like way longer than it has to be drawn out and beaten to death with friggin meat tenderizers and constantly just redistributed over and over again and kids just keep watching it so it keeps coming out and I just don't like these movies at all and I could see this thing being like one of those franchises that's around since I was a kid at, when I'm an adult, you know? Like, I'll be telling my kids, hey, you want to go see Hotel Transylvania 17? And they'll be <laughs> like, yeah, Dad, I do love myself some terrible animation. And I go, yes, you do, morons. And then I take them to another movie instead. You know? <laughs> I'm going to be a great parent. Uh, but yeah, maybe we'll see Toy Story 6 instead. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I agree with you 100%. Not needed. But let's talk about a sequel that is definitely needed because, good lord, I want more of this movie. And that is, of course, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2. Because, good god, this first movie is so ungodly good. Like, I don't know how a movie from Sony Animation, who the last movie they did was friggin' Emoji Movie, ended up being as good as it was. But it is absolutely one of the greatest animated films, if not the greatest animated film ever made. In terms of the scope, the characters, the animation, the, the themes, the action, the writing is all fantastic and easily some of the best you can find in movies. And the, it, it totally lends itself to a sequel because that's totally just the natural thing. Like there's, like, there's so much you can do with the Spider-Man mythos. You could do more characters. You can do more worlds. There's so much you can do. And I think if you give it to the right people, this could be a fantastic series. Like, the Spider-Verse is so, like, vast and so complicated that you could get really creative and 
brilliant like writers and directors to take advantage of it and create something really unique. And I think it'll totally end up being like that. It looks like so judging from like what I've heard, I, there's nothing new yet. It's just, we just know it's called into the spider verse two at this point. But like, I think once we learn more about it, we'll get to hear some truly great stuff. I think it'll be fantastic. I know it comes out in two years, not next year it comes out in two years, but I think once it comes out, the world's going to you know explode or something. I don't know. It'll be exciting. But man, yeah. oh man. Right. Exciting uh, stuff. So we haven't talked a lot about TV shows and video games. Is there any TV shows and video games you've been looking forward to coming out soon? Oh, man. Um, you know, I'd like to get... So, if you guys know, I have an Xbox, right? And, oh. and, I, and I made a promise to myself. I made a promise to myself that I wouldn't buy any games on my Xbox or I wouldn't buy any video games in general um, until I can get my hands on the new PlayStation 5. That's basically me at the moment, too. Yeah, it's like, I'm not going to get any games. Like, Red Dead Redemption 2 was the last game that I'm playing on the uh, Xbox. Um, I won't spend any other money on video games until I can get my hands on the PlayStation 5. Um, so, basically, any game on the PlayStation 5 or... PlayStation 4, for that matter, um, because I, I heard that the PlayStation 5 is actually cross-compatible with a yep. lot of the PlayStation 4 games. All and, except for, like, 10. There's, like, 10 games, and they're, like, irrelevant games no one's ever heard of, so you're good. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, I, I, I plan on playing the, the big-name games like Spider-Man or God of the War, God of War or uh, Uncharted or um, Last of Us, something like that. I, I plan to play those big games, and... I um I have a lot of catching up to do when it comes to gaming, my guys. Um, I got a lot, a lot of catching up. So many, so many games that I'm just looking forward to, um, that have been coming out in the last few years that I just haven't been able to play, um, because I have an Xbox and a lot of those really, really good games are all on the PlayStation Four, which is I don't know. I I feel like it's super unfair at this point because there are just too many, too many to count. Yeah, you've really, um, you really been missing out on Knack. Yeah, exactly. I'm missing out on Knack, which is a PlayStation exclusive game. It's too yeah, good. I know. It's unfair. I know, I know. Connor, um, I'm expecting you, um, once once I get my hands on the PlayStation 5, I'm expecting you to loan me a couple of your PlayStation 4 games. Yeah, that's fine. So that I could uh, catch up a little bit. On, Most uh, definitely. Some stuff I missed up on. Uh, but... I guess some PlayStation 5 games that I'm looking forward to playing. Um, one that's already out right now is uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, that, that game looks fantastic. It looks incredible. I don't know how you haven't heard of this game, but, you know, falling back uh, into a backwards dive with exaggerated swagger of a black teen, you know? Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you, like... If you're an idiot and you said this movie looks, or, this game looks really bad, I think you'll 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 change your tune when you hear the exaggerated swagger of, of a black teen yeah. is in the is in the game. Is in the game. Like, come yeah. on, man. Yeah, I mean, who who doesn't want to do that? Who doesn't exactly? Do that? Yeah, yeah, right. Um, yeah, I mean, this game looks fantastic. Um, the graphics look impeccable. Um, the 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 story writing looks great. Uh, very diverse cast. Um, it, it, just looks, it just looks like a great game 
great launch title game for the PlayStation 5. Um, I'm super excited to get my hands on it and actually be able to play um, the original Spider-Man PS4 on PlayStation 5 and Spider-Man Miles Morales on the PlayStation 5 um, in the full HD 4K quality that it had. I think it's going to be great. Definitely. Yeah, Miles Morales looks so good. I'm so impressed by how they made... They somehow made the first game, which looked amazing, somehow make it look even better and have its own spin. Like, Miles Morales moves differently than Spider-Man did. Like, that's very distinct. Like, I'm so I'm so impressed that they managed to make it its own thing in a way that they did. It's really well done. Although, I hear it's really short, which is a shame. But, you know, that's, it's still, I'll still play it a bunch even after the, even after the story's done. But yeah, that's that looks really good. Um, another one that I think looks really great is Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Oh yeah, that comes out. So the problem with this one though is like it's got pushed back so many times. I think the excitement's definitely been nullified. But remember, Keanu, uh, December, December. Yeah, uh, I think next week maybe uh, like, soon. Like like heck, it's gonna come out next week. Yeah, right. It's I'm sure. out like two months from now. They promised investors it would come out this month, but you know we'll see. But I think that's nullified it. But Keanu Reeves is still in it, so keep that in mind. I but I I've been keep, keeping an eye on this movie. This is not movie. This game's progress, and it totally seems like the creators are just extremely open about it. It seems very wholesome. Like it seems like the progress, the the development process has been extremely open and extremely honest. It doesn't seem like EA. Or Bethesda. Well, I feel or like just... they have to be open in a way because they push it back so much. People are like, aren't well, yeah, really but believing like even... them that they're really going to provide this great game. Exactly. They're saying, you know? Yeah, but even like before that, like they just seemed very like open that they're making a great game. Like they didn't seem like there's no microtransactions. They said DLC won't come out for a while and it'll be very like intuitive and helpful. Like, it seems like everyone involved is 100% trying to make the best game possible. It doesn't seem like there's anything there that's influencing that. I think, honestly, like, I'm not super impressed by the gameplay yet. Like, from what I've seen from the trailers, it looks pretty standard. But I'm just really excited to see, like, what they do. Because it seems like such a huge game. And, like, I think it could be one of those games that's, like, a, a flagship game that I mean, I was joking about we can be heroes, but I think this will be one of those games that like ends up being a staple of the PS5 and Xbox Series X era. Like it'll be one of those games that like you know people think about, like GTA Five was to the PS4, you know, even though it came out on the PS3. But like it became like um, it becomes like a staple, you know, it becomes something that people remember and play for a while. And I think I'm excited to see what they do with it. It looks interesting. Yeah. I mean, people say that uh, um, the PlayStation 2 had three GTA games and GTA 5 had three PlayStations. Which is true. And that's, I wonder if that'll be the case with Cyberpunk. You know, maybe that one will start taking over other, game, other consoles. I'm, I'm sure it will be. It'll, it'll be like the new GTA. The new yeah. GTA. I'm excited to see what it does. Yeah. I think it'll be a really solid one. Yeah, it's going to be a cool game. Very cool game. I only worry that the the title was alluding to the release date and that it will only come out in 2077. <laughs> yeah, it seems like that, doesn't it? Yeah, be, be cautious here. Yeah. Um, another game that I'm excited about that I probably won't end up getting, but I'd like to see it. 
I'd like to like see gameplay of it. Um, and this game is um, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Oh yeah, like this game, like is kind of a reboot of the Lego Star Wars games, which are like revered as like classic, classic gaming, right there. Yeah, who does who doesn't love the uh, Lego Star Wars games? Like, come on. Yeah, and they're like they're revamping it. Um, they're revamping the entire nine episodes. Um, in beautiful crisp graphics, um, they got voice actors, uh, for the entire thing. I think, um, probably, probably, um, and this game just looks really good. Like it looks. I probably wouldn't spend sixty dollars on it, um, or even really. I mean, if if it's on sale or something for like fifteen dollars, like in a couple years. Maybe I might get it and try it out, but um, it's not a game that I would like go out of my way to get. I mean, if you're a big Lego guy or person, I highly recommend getting this game. This game looks fantastic. It looks really cool. Um, and I think it's a lot of bang for your buck, you know? It includes like all nine episodes. All nine. Um, and it has practically almost every single Star Wars character. Um, and I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they included like DLC um, with Solo, the movie, and Mandalorian or something. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I honestly wouldn't be surprised by that. Um, or Rogue One. You know, I, I, I think they, they're, they're going to have a lot in this game. It's going to be pretty exciting um, to watch and play. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's, I mean, it's going to be a good game. Me too. Uh, I, I'll do one more video game. Unless right. you, of course, have more. I'm not going to cap, cap you on uh, that. That's really it. That's all I got. Uh, I've heard rumor that they are working on Titanfall 3. And I 100% think that's a fantastic idea. Because Titanfall is one of the most interesting first-person shooters we've gotten recently. That I think was criminally underrated. Because, like, that first ga- that second game, I think, was like... the Like, the first game is fine. Like, it's solid. But the problem with that first game is that it's only multiplayer. So there's really not a lot of story there. But the second game improved that by getting a, you got a single-player campaign and you had really great multiplayer. So that second game kind of fixed all the issues in the first one and made it this really definitive game that was so unique and interesting and had so much great gameplay ideas. But it got overshadowed because I think it came out right in between two really huge... I think it came out between like Battlefield and Call of Duty that year. Like the, day, like the weeks of... And as a result, it got absolutely destroyed and it didn't do very well. But it still has a huge player base because of how solid it is. And if we get a third Titanfall, I think that's a fantastic thing. Like getting a new game that takes advantage of the new hardware and does really cool stuff is brilliant. And if they, you know, release it carefully and don't release it between COD and Battlefield again, I think you could have a really, really important uh, like first person shooter game for the new consoles. I think that's awesome. Because, I mean, let's get real. Nobody's sitting there seeing the trailers for Call of Duty Cold War and said, this is the future of first-person shooters. But, like, a Titanfall 3 totally could be, in my opinion. Like, I think that's... I think it could be great. But I don't really know anything about it because it's only been a rumor, but we'll see. Really great. Yeah, Yeah. sounds cool. All right, so is there anything else you want to uh, talk about that's coming out soon in like, anything at all, video games, movies, TV, before we head into some suggestions? 
Uh, I think I'm all out, Connor. All right, no worries, no worries. Uh, let's hop into. Well, I mean, we haven't talked about any of the Marvel stuff, so obviously, if you want to know our thoughts on the upcoming Marvel things, we've done a Marvel episode. We already made a video on it. Yeah, we had Jatine hop in, and we talked about Marvel stuff. We also talked about DC stuff on the DC Fandom event. So, yeah, go if you really want to know what our thoughts on, go check those ones out. Um, but we won't. I didn't spend any time on them besides Spider Verse because you know it's time to move on to some suggestions. Yes, sir. David, how many do you got? I have two. Two? Jeez. Yeah, two. I have two. I have two. I am disgraced. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And and one of them's even a, a D a D suggestion. An unsuggestion. Jesus. I know. I know. I know. I know. All right. Go for it, David. All right. So as you guys as you guys know, <coughs> just, just just a little reminder. Um if you guys, if you guys are looking forward to the the, if you guys didn't watch the last episode with Reed, um, you guys should know that if you, if you guys, sorry, go, you got this, David. You got this. Let me restate that. If you guys did not watch the last episode with Reed, then you guys would not know that I am fully caught up in One Piece. So, I'm going to probably slow down on my recommendations of one piece until probably when the wano arc ends then i'll probably touch over it again but i won't be talking about it as much as i have been um of course i'll be covering other anime um but i'm completely caught up with one piece um i watched most recent episode pretty good um so yeah let's move on so i started watching uh, Haikyuu, if you guys watched last episode, uh, I finished the first season already. It's pretty good. Um, it is a volleyball anime, and I personally think that it, it is more. It is more than a sports anime, um, because you 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 get like an in depth, like kind of like look into every single person in the team, you know. Like, even after the first season, you feel a deep connection to this team. Like, Karasuno High School. It's like, wow, I, I can really connect with this school. And you, you, feel, you, feel a, you feel their excitement when they win. And you also feel their pain when they lose, you know? It's like, it's like you're part of the team in a way. And I, I just think that's, that's great writing um, and great storytelling for a show it, it's it's such a good show guys oh my god um i'm about 10 episodes into the second season um i am really really liking it second season has been pretty good so far um yeah it, it, it's held up um and and guys i highly recommend watching this show um if you were like me and used to think that, oh, sports anime, why would you ever watch that? Trust me, watch the first five minutes of Haikyuu, and I bet that you will be instantly hooked. You'll be instantly hooked, I promise you that. Um, you won't want to stop watching this show. It is so good. So good. You're, you're instantly drawn in. Um, yeah, definitely. Highly recommend watching Haikyuu. Wilden. Yeah. <clears throat> See me. Uh, so my second suggestion is kind of an unsuggestion. Um, so last night, I I don't know why, 
I watched it. Um, but for some reason, I I ended up watching Paul Blart Mall Cop. Paul Blart Mall Cop. Yeah. Um, this movie's bad. No, it's not. What are you talking about? Oh, okay, fine. This movie's great. There you go. This movie is absolutely fantastic. I mean, there are so many useless scenes in this movie that that really help push the push the narrative of the of the story. Um, like there's one scene where um, Paul Blart has like some like teenage girl's phone, and her boyfriend, who's like this weird Indian dude, calls her. Um, and you like get this weird conversation between Paul Blart and this weird teenage girl's like boyfriend. It, it's it's really weird. Um, and it it does nothing to progress the story. There is really no point of that scene. Um, and that scene, and many others don't really progress the story at all. Um, yeah, I don't know why you'd ever watch this movie. Because it's good. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's, it's a great movie. Um, you should always watch this movie. You should watch it religiously. Um, yeah. The only thing that you should watch more than the first is the sequel. Oh, yeah. Paul Blart 2. Paul Blart 2, the Paul and the Blartier. Oh, man. Ah, yeah. Watch the movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. No worries. Well, I've got three suggestions. suggestions. I, I'm not dissuggesting anything. Uh, one. Uh, I've talked about before Sunrise before. Really touching, beautiful movie, extremely well made. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I watched this. I watched the sequel recently before Sunset. It's much shorter. It's it's very much kind of like it's a, uh, it's it's like a it's a sequel for sure. It's definitely like a sequel, but it's very simple, and I think it totally captures the first one's feel almost perfectly. I think it's a little a little weaker only because it does rely so heavily on the first one, but it's still a beautifully made movie, incredibly written. I was smiling the entire time. It's such a beautiful movie, and I just, I love the character work that Link Ladder has in these movies. Like you can you get so much about these people in these supernatural conversations that just feel so personal and they feel so real, and like. I love seeing how the two characters, the two people changed over the course of the years in between the two movies. It's just a beautiful movie. I love it a lot. If you've got HBO, the HBO expansion to Hulu, totally watch it. Watch the first and the second one. Both fantastic. Uh, this one's before sunset. The original's before sunrise. Second, Mandalorian, of course, because I'm actually staying on top of this show. Uh, <laughs> mainly, mainly because my parents are watching it. So they're like, hey, let's go watch Mandalorian. And I'm like, okay, you know. <laughs> but oh my gosh, this most recent episode—it's called the tragedy. Absolutely a mind-blowing episode in terms of what they throw in. It's only half an hour long, which is the shortest episode of the season of the series by far. But it's great. I mean, it's directed by Robert Rodriguez. I mean, he did, lightsabers. We, no lightsabers in this one. Um, uh, it's directed by the guy who did We Can Be Heroes, so obviously it's good. But it's got some great like surprise characters that show up. The action is amazing. It's essentially the, the second half of the episode is just, a, is just one long action scene. And it's just really well done. Baby Yoda is, of course, awesome. We get some really cool, like, twist moments. Some really great action moments. It's really, really cool. 
not the best of the not like the best episode of the series. I mean, I do think it's a little short, but all things considered, it's a fantastic episode. Yet another addition to a great series, and I'm really excited what they do to finish it up because there's only two episodes left, dude. Two more episodes and then they're done. Oh, uh, at least, oh, at least they're done with the season. So, like, yeah, we're on, we're running out of time, and uh, it's been really great so far, and I cannot wait to see what they how they finish this up. Uh, really great stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, finally, an album. I have not uh-huh. finished. I've not finished listening to this album yet. I actually just I started the first half of it and I haven't finished it. But mm-hmm. I definitely, I definitely get the idea, and I think it's a really funny idea. Uh, this album is called Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Uh, so the idea of the album is basically that these two people they're in a relationship and they're just cheating on each other all the time because they just don't respect each other at all. And, like, it's just a, there's a bunch of great songs about just, like, doing, like, just going off and kind of being your own person because the partner you're with is just the worst. And you just don't have any respect for them, so you have no qualms with cheating at all. And I, I really just kind of love it. Like, there's so many great songs on here. It's got The Chain, the classic song. It's got Grow Your Own Way, or Go Your Own Way. I don't remember, actually. Um... But, like, there's a bunch of these songs that are just very, like, they're not mean-spirited, but they're very energetically ignorant. And I really like the songs. Uh, it's a really great album so far. I have to finish it. I haven't listened to it all the way through. What's but the album called again? Fleetwood Mac's Rumors. The album's called Rumors. Um, but overall, it's still, it's just a really fun episode. Or a really, not episode. Really fun album that, like, has a very unique spirit to it that I just really, really dug. It's good stuff. Good stuff, Connor. Yeah. So that's all my suggestions, David. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I am okay. Uh, I think we can wrap this episode up in a nice bow. But first, right. I have to, of course, plug it again. Our final oh, yeah. episode will be December 20th. And that episode is going to be a huge Q&A episode where we'd love to get your questions about the podcast, movies, TV, Please. video games, anime, anything, you know? We just want to, yeah. like, you know, we, I mean, obviously... You know, if you don't have a question, don't just, you know, force yourself to ask a question like, hey, what's your shoe size? Like, no, obviously, we don't care about that. <laughs> but, like, you know, if you have some thoughts and just things you wanted to address to us, check us out. Like, I mean, we'd totally love to answer your questions. Uh, we actually probably would answer the shoe size one. That's not really that personal. Uh, yeah. But yeah. check us out on uh, Instagram, what's that smell yeah. underscore you think. And again, we'll get the post up soon so that you can actually, you know, be up to date and ask questions on the newest post. Uh, if you want, you can check us out on Amino. If you have Amino, Connor underscore nine one three zero two, movies and TV Amino. But you know, you can you just use the main messaging function. If you have our personal stuff, great. Ask us uh, questions on there. But we're not going to give you the personal stuff because you know it's personal. Uh, I'm d- debating making a Twitter. I probably won't, but it's possible. But regardless, if you have questions, just ask us there. We'd love to answer them for you guys, and it could be a lot of fun. Uh, share us, you know, keep keep us going. We'd love to have our podcast build. It's all because of you guys, so thank you, thank you. And uh, thank you again for listening to the episode which I have dubbed and David has put up with, which is called Ooh.